0: Welcome back to A Bitch and a Witch. Hello. I'm Sam. I'm Chad. Uh, welcome back to our podcast.
1: Podcast. That's what they they call it these days.
0: These days? Yeah. <laughs> it
1: seemed like you were about to say something, so I was waiting. I just, uh, it's been a minute, guys.
0: It has been a minute. We Sorry. had some um, issues. <laughs> so Chad went out of town for a couple of weeks, and we recorded... To have something to put out while he was gone, and um, there was some technical issues.
1: That's, like, the worst. Because that's only ever happened to us, like, once before, where it's been so bad that we had to, like, re-record the entire episode. Yeah. Which, I mean, it it happens sometimes, but man, it's just like... You gotta go through that whole fucking effort of recording a thing again. I gotta, like, find all my notes, because I don't keep that shit open once I'm done. (laughs) It's just a hassle. So we're not doing that (laughs) episode today. We'll revisit it, I think.
0: Yeah. But not today. Not
1: today, Satan. Maybe tomorrow.
0: Maybe tomorrow. For today. We're doing something different.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Basically.
0: (sighs) So we decided today... That we were going to do, Am I the Asshole? If you have not, I know that there have been podcasts who have done this, but there's a Reddit thread called Am I the Asshole, Mm -hmm. and people tell stories about situations and they ask if they are the asshole. And we would like to go through some of these (laughs) stories and give our thoughts.
1: (laughs) A lot of them are pretty interesting, to say the least, but the rules are like, it's either you're the asshole, so the person who told the story is the asshole, uh, not the asshole, where they're not the asshole in the situation, or everybody sucks here, where mm-hmm. everybody involved is a bad person <laughs> or has has made poor choices. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's interesting because I was looking through so many of them, and there's really not that many where everybody just agrees. Mm-hmm. It's weird.
0: I mean, is there ever?
1: I mean, no human nature
0: i guess all right i guess i'll kick this off
1: yeah go for it we'll alternate
0: okay am i the asshole for ruining thanksgiving
1: (laughs) i think i might have had this one too (laughs) maybe
0: i 30 female met my bf 30 male three years ago before me he was together with his high school sweetheart they fell out of love and broke up a year later we started dating His mom, however, was still heartbroken about it. I was very understanding and thought she needed time to get to know me. The ex basically grew up with them and they saw her as part of the family. For the first year of my relationship, his mom would call me his ex's name until boyfriend got angry once and told her to be nice. She laughed it off and said it was just a habit. After that, she started calling me the wrong name, such as Janet instead of Jenny fictional name for the story Mm -hmm. i corrected her a couple times but she seemed to like hurting me so i ignored it later my boyfriend has two sisters and a couple of weeks before thanksgiving we were invited to a barbecue at the older sister's house i was in the kitchen with my boyfriend's mom the sisters and one of their husbands the older sister then talked about how my boyfriend praised my cooking to her husband and the mom was listening She she then said out loud, sure, why don't we let Janet make the turkey this year? The sisters giggled and looked at each other. And I said, that's a great idea. I didn't tell my boyfriend what happened. On Thanksgiving, we went to his mom's house with the usual wine and a dessert. She was shocked. Everybody was shocked. (laughs) I said, what? I thought Janet is bringing the turkey there was yelling crying and then we got kicked out my boyfriend is so angry with me he hasn't talked to me since i think it's over to be honest but i still don't think i did anything wrong did i <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay now this was not one of the ones that i saved but i did read it so that's why it was familiar uh no you're not that she well
0: i don't think she i am completely on her side i would have done the exact same thing yeah
1: it's petty but also like pretty well deserved in my opinion
0: Yeah, that is the exact level of pettiness that I am at, just in case anybody (laughs) is wondering. (laughs) I'm that goddamn petty.
1: Uh, Yeah, like... (coughs) The mom was clearly doing it on purpose. Yeah. She's obviously the asshole in this situation, like, antagonizing this this poor girl for no real reason. Just
0: because her son broke up with his high school girlfriend and now has a new girlfriend? Right, like... Sorry.
1: That has nothing to do with this girl. Yeah. That has everything to do with the boyfriend and the other girl. Yeah. Like, leave her out of it. (laughs) Stop being a bitch. But also, like, who the hell asks one of the guests to bring a turkey? I've never heard of that. That's the stupidest thing you could... It takes so long to cook turkeys, and then you would have to transport it, which... And then it's going to be cold and, like, not good.
0: Yeah. Usually, in my family, whoever is hosting Thanksgiving makes the turkey. Yeah.
1: They're doing the turkey. Or else... If for some reason you can't do the turkey in your hosting, you have the other person like come over
0: and make the turkey at the house, and make it there yeah. Like
1: for her to expect this girl to like make a turkey on her own. Yeah. And then bring it over. Like, that's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought that one was kind of hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, how could this I know she said he wasn't around like when this happened, but I am still baffled by how the boyfriend like had no clue
0: apparently like, they didn't talk about it
1: they didn't confirm plans at any point
0: apparently not
1: then that's also the mom's fault yeah like it's her fucking fault this whole thing <laughs> yeah it's just a shitty person just like wanting to start drama and i hope she does break up with this guy because like he shouldn't take his family's side yeah. in this type of a situation <laughs> if he's willing to just like let his mom call his girlfriend the wrong name for years what'd she say like three years yeah that's ridiculous. He's not treating her right.
0: No. It's got toxic boy mom energy. Yeah. Definitely. And toxic mama's boy.
1: Right. Yeah, that's not a relationship worth staying in. No. Just cut your ties and find somebody better.
0: Yep. <laughs> All right, Chad, what you got?
1: That was an easy one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. <laughs> Am I the asshole for refusing to eat food my fiance lets his kids touch? exactly as stated i live with my fiance and his two kids both under seven he's gone two weeks out of every month and when he's gone i do not serve meals quote-unquote family style the kids get a plate pre-made when he's here he puts all the food on the table and lets them grab it to put it on their plates and every single item gets raw dog manhandled by filthy (laughs) hands and i refuse to eat that food I leave the table and do not return, nor do I ever partake in that food. Am I the asshole? He's made it clear he thinks I'm a psycho. For not eating food, his kids have touched. They do not wash their hands, despite repeated attempts by me to force them to wash hands. And not touch food with their hands. (laughs) This one was, like, pretty clear-cut, I thought, but also entertaining. (laughs) So, And also, like, I just kind of wanted to, like, throw this out there for parents who maybe don't think about it from an outside perspective mm-hmm. kids are fucking gross kids are so gross
0: <laughs> especially she said he doesn't make them wash their hands no
1: yeah that's not cool
0: i like maybe it's different if you are the actual parent i know that there are some people even if they're if it is their kids they're like absolutely fucking not wash right. your hands and don't touch my food right but ugh, little no your little plague rats are not fucking touching (laughs) my food no
1: yeah that's how i felt about it too and like i mean not the exact same situation but i've been in plenty of like pretty similar situations because we have tons of nieces and nephews and we hang out with them quite a bit and they're fucking gross like they pick their nose constantly Mm -hmm. they stick their hand in their ass
0: little kids are just always sticky
1: they're yeah they're sticky and gross and they don't wash their hands like i don't get it like (laughs) why would you think it's acceptable to let them touch all the food on the table like once it's on their plate fine do whatever you want like that's the reason we have plates (laughs) yeah but like don't let them touch all the food on the serving plates that's disgusting yeah like why are they not using like serving spoons and stuff like that
0: and if you don't want to dirty all those dishes like we would fucking never all of the shit is yeah. still on the stove right you scoop it straight out of the pan onto your plate <laughs> exactly so just
1: just do that just do that just <laughs> don't make plates
0: like she said she does when he's not there they right. she gives the kids plates that she's already made
1: and they are fine with it apparently. and that's perfectly fine like it doesn't sound like they throw a big fit about it no but also make your damn kids wash their hands yeah. Like, maybe. this is why everybody's always sick, because your damn kids are spreading sickness around.
0: Yeah, stop it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you're, like, what I was saying earlier, like, kids will try to, like, feed you, and it's cute, but, like, I'm not eating that food. I don't, I, like, I know some of what you've been doing, and it's gross.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know everything. <laughs>
0: I hate it when they have like a snotty nose and they try and drink after you you're oh, like yeah. no don't touch yeah. my drink
1: why are kids always snotty i don't know it's because all right i think i know why actually it's because they refuse to stop whatever they're doing to a go to the bathroom and yeah. b blow their nose or wash their hands so they're always snotty they're always sticky and they pee their pants because they like will not stop playing like you can keep playing but you need to go to the bathroom right now because obviously you have to go Kids are wild. Like, Kids
0: are wild. They will.
1: They don't give a shit. They'll piss in their pants.
0: Or if you have um, boys who will just whip it out and pee <laughs> wherever they're at <laughs> on a tree, <laughs> off a deck. Yeah, I've I've witnessed things. Yeah, they just they little boys will just pee anywhere.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I haven't done that occasionally, but like not in front of other people, first of all kids don't know no that's true
0: (sighs) so yeah i don't think she's the asshole
1: no i don't either
0: will i be the asshole if i refuse to go to my sister's wedding because i can't bring my girlfriend as my plus one i'm a lesbian and i've been with my girlfriend for almost two years now my family including my sister is all fine with me being gay and supportive of my relationship However, her fiancé comes from a very regressive and religious family, and while he himself is fine, his extended family is very traditional and anti-gay. My sister gave me my invitation in person instead of mailing it and explained that I wasn't getting a plus one because having a gay couple at the wedding would likely end up causing lots of drama with his side of the family. All my other siblings have plus ones and are welcome to bring their hetero partners. I understand where she's coming from, but it still feels like such a slap in the face. I'm not going to try and force her to give me a plus one, but I'm seriously considering not going. I love my sister, but I'm not comfortable spending a whole day alone while my other siblings are allowed to bring their partners just because my sister wants to cater to a bunch of bigots. I haven't said anything to anyone yet, but if I, but if I do stay home, would I be the asshole? fuck no no
1: i 100 percent support this lady like she should not even consider going no if that's the tone you're gonna take like you're conceding all right so this is their wedding day if they think there's just like there's no good way to look at it if they're willing to concede that point then they're bigoted like you can't do that yeah <laughs> we're past that point and if you're not past that point you have a fucking problem
0: here's my thing if His family cannot behave themselves. They're the ones who should not be coming to the wedding. Exactly. I have been to plenty of situations where there are people who don't like each other. Mm -hmm. People who don't support each other's lifestyles. Right. Where they have been civil. Yeah. Because it is like a special occasion, like a wedding or a funeral. Right. If you can't go to those things knowing that someone that you may have a problem with is going to be there,
1: don't fucking go. Don't
0: fucking go. If you are going to cause problems, don't go.
1: Why is it so hard for people to understand that like not everything is about them? I don't know. Like I I've, I've been trying to figure this out basically my entire life and I don't get it. Like you're it's not your fucking wedding. Who cares if you don't like gay people? Like it has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Like any anyways, like even if it wasn't a wedding, like their choices do not affect you.
0: Like her sister can't bring her partner with her because other people have a problem with gay people?
1: A dumbass and like <laughs> why do you think that everybody has to cater to your feelings? Like Yeah. For a group of people that's so like uh, oh, your feelings don't matter. Like, they're the ones who always get butthurt about stupid stuff like this.
0: And they're the ones who people always cater to Yeah. because they know that they're the ones who are going to cause problems. It's
1: the loudest group, and they always cause problems, like you said. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. I'm sick of dealing with stuff like this. But yeah. yeah, like, she is not in the wrong here. And I, if I were her, I would not fucking show up to that. Like, that's a stupid fucking thing to say to me. Yeah. You need to apologize. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, they are showing up to a wedding and you're supposed to like it's about the bride and the groom like you do not bring your stupid personal bullshit into that day no we tried so hard to avoid all that type of stuff during our wedding and it was a pretty small wedding but like some people still like were just dumb and I don't get it like for one single day you can't put your selfishness aside for one single day right (laughs) god damn (laughs) It's so annoying. Ugh. It's frustrating that her sister would even ask that. Like,
0: I... No, I would not have done that. If, like, one of my brothers was gay and he wanted to bring his boyfriend, mm-hmm. I'd be like, bring your fucking boyfriend. Right. And if my significant other's family has a problem with that, they can just not fucking come. Exactly. Like, I'm not going to exclude one of my siblings from bringing their significant other because... Someone else has a fucking problem with it. That's their problem. Yeah. Agreed. And if you want to come and you want to cause problems, I have absolutely no fucking problem kicking your ass out.
1: Yeah, exactly. So. That's what her sister's fiance should have done. Just like, yeah, like, I'm not going to put up with people acting like that at my wedding. Yeah. Towards my wife's sibling. Like, he had a very easy job of just like defending his family and he he chose not to yeah that's frustrating
0: <sighs> anyway what do you got chad
1: people are bitches
0: people are bitches
1: thought this was an interesting one am i the asshole for being mad about my brother's no phone rule at thanksgiving dinner uh, it says this year thanksgiving was at my brother and his girlfriend's house <laughs> for some reason he felt the need to edit this and he says edit to make it clear only for dinner not a sleepover or an all-day, all-night event. Um, His girlfriend made a rule of no phones allowed at the dinner. My brother never had this rule before, but he said he agreed with it. When you got there for dinner, you had to turn off your phone and put it in a basket by the closet. No exceptions, apparently. I thought this was a huge overstep, and I'm not the only one. It's ridiculous because we're all adults, and no one should have told us what to do. Again, I'm not the only one who felt this way. Other guests had the same problem as me and my husband. Both of us were pissed off about it. Technically, I had Thursday and Friday off, but I still would have liked to kept up with my emails and done some work, even if I wasn't getting paid for it that time. My brother got mad back at me when I told him how stupid of a rule it was. Him and his girlfriend are having Christmas dinner at their house too, but I don't want to go if the silly no phones thing is on during the dinner. Me and my brother had two big arguments about it, My husband agrees with me. Other guests also agree. And I told him he should stand up to his girlfriend over the silliness. I know other people have said something to him and they agreed with me. He thinks he's wrong. Uh, There was an argument between my husband and him. That's basically it. They kind of just keep going on there, but they're just saying the same thing over and over. But (laughs) basically, yeah. What are your thoughts on that one?
0: I think if it's just for the dinner, like while they're sitting down and eating, I don't see a problem with it. I think it's a perfectly acceptable rule to not have cell phones at the dinner table. Right. So, yeah, I do kind of think she's being the asshole. Or he. Whoever. They. Yeah,
1: they didn't really specify their gender.
0: They are being the asshole.
1: <laughs> it's. I can definitely. It's one of those things where I can definitely see both sides of it. I think I agree that you probably shouldn't, like, make them physically put their phone into a basket.
0: No, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Just for the dinner. Right. Like when they are sitting down and eating before dinner, after dinner, have your phones. What the fuck ever. Yeah. That's fine.
1: Maybe. Okay. Maybe that's part of it because I think it sounded to me like it was more for like the whole time that they were there. Mm -hmm. It's hard to tell. But I think that's what they meant. But it's like, yeah, I don't know. There's always like this big thing like cultural thing around like not being on your phone at the table and blah 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 and i on one hand i get that like you should be interacting with the people that you're hanging out with especially if it's like a family thing but on the other hand like i'm a slow eater and obviously you shouldn't be talking with your mouth full (laughs) so the older i get the more i'm just like who fucking cares like i'm trying to sit over here and eat my food like i don't want to be having a conversation i get very
0: annoyed when people are on their phone yeah in a dinner situation like we when me and dustin go out to eat yeah i've literally slapped his fucking phone out of his hand
1: yeah and i get yeah i get that and if i was like going on a date with my wife or
0: even when i'm at dinner with my mom i've smacked her phone out of her hand too
1: yeah if it's like if it's something that you've like set aside this time to like spend with this person pay attention to me and then they get on their phone the whole time i definitely agree that's a frustrating thing to have happen but yeah i don't know i think physically putting your phone into a basket is like a little bit overboard
0: Nah, i'm okay with it (laughs) (laughs) the best way to make sure they're not sneaking and getting on their phone is to not have the phones at the table Period. True.
1: I mean, yeah, I get that. But also, like, here's another thing about the holidays. I will
0: die on this hill, Chad.
1: That's fine. I'm just telling you <laughs> my perspective. <laughs> here's the other thing about holidays. Like, people don't always like their family members. Shocking. I know. I know. But you're already forcing somebody to be in this room with somebody.
0: Don't sit by that person.
1: I No, I agree with you. But sometimes there's just no way around it and you're just stuck in this situation that makes you very uncomfortable for a long period of time and just like looking at your phone makes the time go faster (laughs) so but there's also the other like people were bringing up interesting things in the comments there's also the aspect of like people taking a bunch of candid photos of you at family events Mm -hmm. and just kind of like how that fucking sucks because like I don't really like being in photos and especially when it's like a family member, but not like a direct family member where they're going to be like posting, you know, we all have those types of people in our families. They're taking pictures of us all like having a conversation and like trying to eat and stuff. You're not going to look good in that picture. No. (laughs) You're going to look like ass. (laughs) And then they post it online without consulting you first and then you like just have this photo and then they tag you on it and then you just have this photo floating around and you look like an idiot like that's not really a cool thing to happen so you kind of eliminate that problem if you take phones out of the equation Mm
0: -hmm.
1: if you at least know and here that's kind of what people were saying too is that it should just be like a specified time period like yeah that's what i'm saying just during during the the meal at the table yeah during the actual meal it makes sense and i wouldn't necessarily disagree with it Then another set of people were talking about how this person was, like, so addicted to their work that they wouldn't stop working even on holidays.
0: That's the other thing. Like, she was getting, they were getting shitty because they couldn't check their fucking work email. I know.
1: Like, what the fuck? On a holiday. Stop working. You're not getting paid for
0: it. It sounds to me like they have a phone addiction. And that's what their problem is. Yeah,
1: definitely. And I don't doubt, I mean, like, they probably would work. Like, I don't doubt that aspect of it but that's still like part of a bigger problem of phone addiction and like don't put your work email on your personal phone like no. i don't get why people do that unless they absolutely like have to for certain situations
0: i used to be that person i'm not that person anymore no, i got that burnout and when i'm on my
1: time i'm not fucking doing a thing for yep. work
0: <laughs> that's how i feel about it
1: <laughs> unless they start paying me like if i have to clock in it's a little different now because i'm technically salary and they do actually respect my time and pay me well so like for certain companies i could kind of get doing a little bit every now and then but if you're an hourly worker do not fucking start working for them off the clock like that's, absolutely not that's ridiculous that is
0: your time that is unpaid time they're stealing no. from
1: you so yeah lots of stuff going on in this one i <laughs> just thought it was kind of an interesting one
0: yeah Am I the asshole for refusing to take custody of my 16-year-old sister after mom died? I'm 26 and have a 15-year-old sister who's in a boarding high school. Our single mom passed away three years ago today, and my sister moved in with my grandmother. They don't get along, angsty teen and old-school grandma. Today, one of my relatives calls me and tells me they had a family meeting, decided, without warning or consulting me, that I have to take custody of my sister. I'm 26 and just finished university a few months ago. I got a job in a city about four hours from my hometown, and I'm on a six-month unpaid probation sort of setup up at work. What? Yeah. That sounds like a
1: bad fucking job. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> First of all. Um,
0: and it says, in parentheses, boyfriend is catering for living expenses for now. So it sounds boyfriend is paying for everything right now. Okay. I live in a tiny apartment with no furniture except my bed and study work desk. I have also honestly never gotten along with my sister either. There's a huge age gap between us and I generally just don't like her for a number of reasons. (laughs) Am I the asshole for refusing to take her in? Our father is still alive but is being difficult about taking her in because he was married and had us illegitimate kids. My conscience is killing me about saying no, but at the same time, I am in no state financially, emotionally, or mentally to become a parent, so am I the asshole? No. I don't think so, either. You don't
1: have an oblig Like, she did not choose... I think it was a lady, right? I don't know. Oh, they did not. They ch- did not choose. They did not choose to have a kid. And you don't have an obligation to raise your siblings just because other stuff has happened. Yeah. Like, it's shitty that all this stuff has happened, but that doesn't mean that you have to take on this like raising we were just talking about kids like raising kids is really difficult really expensive and she's mentioned all these other factors like working very far from home and not being like super financially stable because apparently her job is not paying her for six months i don't understand that or them their job is not paying them for six months i don't understand that but like
0: what the fuck kind of job do you take where you have a six-month probation period where you're not getting paid? Yeah, it
1: sounds like an internship, but Maybe. S- still, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah. But no, like, you don't... Like, what the fuck is the dad doing? Like, who cares what his feelings are? That's his kid. He's responsible. <laughs> if anybody. Or the... Gra- like.
0: It sounds like... So it says, our father is still alive, but is being difficult about taking her in because he was married and had us as illegitimate kids. Yeah. So it sounds like he fathered them. like
1: While also married to somebody else. Right. So he
0: had an affair and had illegitimate children. Right.
1: Which, again, is not the poster's problem. Right. The dad's a fuck up. That's his fault. He has a kid. He needs to take care of the kid.
0: Sounds like the dad's an asshole
1: yeah definitely
0: and also the family they had a fucking family meeting without telling this person yeah that's not and acceptable. decided that their sister had to go live with them
1: right that's not cool you can't just do that yeah also like legally you can't do that yeah like some court would find out yeah and then somebody would be i don't know who somebody would be in trouble probably yeah. the dad because fuck him
0: yeah but
1: should. yeah teenagers are very hard people to deal with as evidenced by them like not getting along with the grandparents but old people are also hard to get along with so i get it
0: (laughs) so i don't understand why the sister is having so much problem like so many problems with their grandmother if she's in a boarding school
1: yeah like like, when
0: you're in a boarding school aren't you gone most of the time like literally it's in the name they board you at the school you
1: live there it might be the type of thing i think some of them go home on weekends and stuff like that Mm. but still like yeah it shouldn't be as much of an issue as everybody's making it out to be no like you can't you seriously can't be around them that often
0: (laughs) if this person can't financially cannot support this child and there are other family members that can then those family members need to take care of them
1: yeah but we were talking about like however long ago whatever episode it was like the toxic positivity and toxic relationships and things like that just like just because you're blood related to somebody doesn't mean that you necessarily owe them anything
0: i mean this whole family sounds they're fucked up <laughs> terrible <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> but i don't yeah I'm. that just really grates on me like you don't have to maintain a relationship with your blood relatives just because like if it's a bad situation. It's not like exactly what's going on here, but like,
0: it sucks for the sister because like her mom died, and yeah. now she's like having it's relatives argue over right.
1: who has to take care of her. Yeah, it's not her fault, but like her her sibling does not have the obligation to step in and take care of them. No. Like, it's just not no. how it works. No, and it sounds like they probably would if they were like more stable. Hmm. But no, you can't just like make that decision for your for somebody else in your family without talking to them at all first. Like wh- why? Why do people think they can just do stuff? I don't get it. It's, I don't either. It's fucking crazy. Do
0: you have another one?
1: I think so. Let me double check. Let's see. I
0: have a couple more if you don't.
1: Yeah, I've got one more. Uh, am I the asshole for asking my boyfriend to wear less revealing pants around my sister? <laughs> Saw that title, and I could not pass this one up.
0: (laughs) Oh, please continue.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So this happened a few days ago. I had my younger sister, who's 16, over for dinner. She loves my boyfriend's cooking and constantly asks to come over to eat it. Very sweet, if you ask me, and I love having her over to get closer. But this night, my man decided to wear his thin gray PJ pants. (laughs) These are one of my favorite pajama pants he can wear, mostly because they can hang real loose and are so thin that you can basically see his whole thing. Oh. T-H-A-N-G. Thang. You can see his whole thing in the front. (laughs) (laughs) It leaves nothing to the imagination. (laughs) But because my 16-year-old sister was over, I guess maybe I was feeling worried or insecure that she would be uncomfortable or notice and not be be as ease as she could be. I remember being a 16-year-old, and I used to remember and notice those things. Dicks and sweatpants. Yes, of course. Who doesn't? I mean... (laughs) Name a more iconic duo. (laughs) I ended up saying that they might not be the most appropriate, and he agreed, but ended up not changing at all. I didn't say anything the night of. I just kept tossing pillows at him when he sat down for the rest of the night. Oh yeah, the good old pillow guard. I decided to bring it up today to talk about how the whole situation didn't feel right to me, and how I didn't understand why he wouldn't change after agreeing or seeming to at least. He kind of got all weird and accused me of body shaming him, saying he would <laughs> he should be able to wear whatever he wants in his own house. And how what I'm saying is basically the same thing as telling your girl, telling your girl that she has to change pants because her uncle is coming over. And he does have a point. It is very similar. But I still feel feel like changing the pants wouldn't have been a big deal. To make me more comfortable um, he got real upset with me for bringing it up and stormed out of the house. He's been walking uh, for about ten minutes now.
0: Why do you feel so comfortable wearing pants where you can pretty much see your entire dick around teenage girls? (laughs) Is my question. (laughs) That's
1: such a funny one. Oh, yeah, like, I feel like they both have points, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to wear clothing where my dick is visible. Yeah. Like, around other people. (laughs) Like, (laughs) they didn't agree to that, (laughs) and I don't want them looking, so, like, why would I do that? Uh, So, it does sound kind of creepy, because he was obviously aware of the situation, because she brought it up. Yeah. And then he decided not to change anyways. Yeah. So that's, that is pretty weird. And yeah, he is in his own house. And I kind of see what he's saying. Like there, there is a little bit of a double standard there, but also like, it's not a big deal to just go change. And the last thing any sane person should want to be is like a pervert around underage girls. That's- especially girls that are like related to your s- <laughs> your significant other like why wouldn't even even if he thought it wasn't that big of a deal Asking it be- a
0: grown man to put on pants where you can't see like his whole ass fucking junk <laughs> around an underage girl is different than asking a young girl to change in front of a grown man Like, the grown man should not be looking at the young girl in these, quote-unquote, revealing clothes. Right. And being turned on. Right. But also, grown men should not be basically exposing themselves (laughs) to young girls. Yeah, exactly. And I do get the whole, it's my house, I'll wear whatever the fuck I want. But also, if you can really see that much of his fucking junk. Right. In front of a teenage girl. Just go change. Just fucking go change. Stop
1: making a big deal out of it. Yeah. But be warned, listeners, if you somehow figure out where I live, if you come over unannounced, there's no guarantee that I'm wearing clothes. So that's on you.
0: (laughs) Honestly, same for my house. (laughs) Right.
1: See, like, but the difference is he knew if she was coming over. Yeah. And... He was asked, asked to, to change, change because his junk was out. Life. Like, it's pretty it's simple. simple. Just change.
0: Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Am I the asshole for calling my brother-in-law out for his weaponized incompetence and calling him pathetic at dinner? Ooh. Yeah. I, female 24, have a sister, 32, who has a husband, 38, who is the poster child of weaponized incompetence. <laughs> They have four kids, two girls, ten and three, and two boys, eight and five, and she's pregnant. My sister works a full-time job, 40-plus hours a week, cleans her entire house, cooks, takes care of all of her children without th- him doing anything. Jesus. It is seriously mind-blowing that she wakes up at 4 a.m., cooks breakfast, does chores, gets all of her kids ready for school, takes them all to school and daycare, and all he does is stay home and work when his kids... And when his kids get home, after my sister picks them up, of course, he will play with them for a little and play video games until he falls asleep. She actually makes more than him. My fiance, male, 26, and I had to stay with them for six weeks while our home was being renovated. And since we both work from home, we helped her and it is amazing how much happier she is when she has help. I helped with the kids and my fiance even drove her to doctor's appointments. Her husband literally only acknowledges he is a parent when his family is around. Then he is a God-fearing, hard-working father of five. (laughs) He is the one that wanted more kids. She wanted to stop after her last baby, but he quote-unquote needed more boys. Oh, my God. Fuck off. Yeah. I am seriously concerned, not only for her, but for her kids as well, because now her oldest is seeing what's happening and trying to help, but my sister is prideful and refuses to let her children do anything. First for her her oldest is 10. She can start doing fucking chores. Right. Me and this man have never gotten along. He's been acting like this since their eight-year-old was born. I've tried talking to her about leaving, but she doesn't want her kids to grow up in a broken home. And unfortunately, her experience with our parents' divorce was completely different than mine, so she doesn't understand that a divorce would benefit her kids here because she thinks they need their mom and dad together. Huh. Cut to this past weekend. Her and her husband threw a pre-Thanksgiving potluck where our entire family plus his was there. I stayed with my f- sister for a few days before because I knew he wouldn't help. So we're at dinner all talking and I mentioned we are trying for a baby. And brother-in-law makes an offhanded comment to hi- him.
1: The boyfriend, I'm assuming. To the fiance. Oh, yeah, fiance.
0: About how hard fatherhood is. And I snapped and <laughs> said, like you would know. <laughs> He looked taken aback and asked me what I meant, and I unloaded on him, (laughs) calling him a pathetic excuse for a man who makes my eight-month pregnant sister do everything for their family. I went off for a solid 10 minutes, and he sat there shrinking in his seat. (laughs) I left. Last night, my sister called me and thanked me for standing up for her and told me she appreciated me. Although today, I got a very nasty text from him telling me I am a terrible person, and because I... Lied in front of his family. His mom is angry at him, and is moving in with them to help her. And I've made him the laughing stock of his family. He certainly thinks so. But am I the asshole for doing this? <laughs> Fuck no. Oh,
1: that's hilarious. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, it definitely sounds like she was kind of like on a hair trigger, ready to snap at this guy. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, he deserved it. <laughs> so, he did deserve it. <laughs> that's fine. Like, even if you don't have kids, you can't just, like, make your spouse do all of the cooking and cleaning, like, and and stuff like that. Like, that's just not fair or cool or acceptable. <laughs> like, your partners. You need to be, like, handling that stuff together. But then you add kids into the equation, and it's, like, a million times more difficult.
0: I could literally go on about this for hours. Yeah. But let me try to summarize in 10 minutes or less. (laughs) Five minutes or less. Go for it. If you are in a partnership, you need to be a partner. You need to be willing to cook and clean. Mm -hmm. Also... You know what makes it really fucking easy to keep your house clean? Just like cleaning up after yourself in general. Yeah. If you are drinking a beer and your beer's empty and you go to get another beer, take that empty fucking beer bottle with you and throw it away <laughs> as you are walking into the goddamn kitchen to get another fucking beer. Yeah. And that eliminates some mess. True. If you are not both working and one of you is a stay-at-home spouse... A house spouse, if you will. (laughs) That does not give you an excuse to be a slob because you have somebody at home who cleans up after you.
1: Yeah, you're not a child.
0: That also does not give you an excuse to not do any cooking or cleaning whatsoever. Because if they are a house spouse, that is their fucking job. Mm -hmm. And if you want days off from your job, don't you think that they deserve a day off from their job? Right. Right. And that also goes for stay-at-home parents. Listen, I don't have kids. <laughs> However, I do understand you get home from work, you're tired, okay? You don't want to do anything. You don't even really want to feed yourself. At least I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to go home and you just want to fucking unload from your day. Yep. But your significant other, maybe they are a stay-at-home parent, maybe they're not, whatever also needs to unload from their day right even if they are a stay-at-home parent do you know how fucking hard it is to be a stay-at-home parent
1: yeah it's never ending
0: it is never ending so maybe just a suggestion if you help your partner take care of the kids get dinner ready get everything cleaned up and then after the kids go to bed then you can both unload from your day right And that will help with problems because your partner is going to be less stressed out because you are helping them.
1: And that's not even to say, like, there's, I get it. Like, there's times when you just can't handle anything, but it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be an everyday thing.
0: No. And I'm not saying that everything has to be 50-50 because sometimes you can't give 50%. Yeah.
1: That's not realistic for everybody. Sometimes you can
0: only give 20%. Mm Mm-hmm but your partner needs to be willing to pick up that extra 80%. Right. And if they can only give like 20%, you need to be willing to pick up that 80%.
1: Yeah.
0: Like you need to be willing to do more when your partner can't for whatever reason.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't I
0: cannot stress enough to where if you are not willing to help your partner Regardless of whether or not they are a stay-at-home parent or if they are a working parent, if you're not willing to help take care of those children, just do do not fucking have kids. I
1: know, like, you can't just decide. Like, you made the decision to have these kids. You have to fucking take care of them. Yeah. They didn't make that decision. And even if it was,
0: like, a whoops sort of situation.
1: You're still involved in that still your responsibility.
0: If you don't want to take responsibility, then you need to work that out with them. Yeah. Sign over your rights so that maybe somebody who is willing to step up and take that responsibility can help them take that responsibility.
1: For sure. And guess what? You're still responsible for child care.
0: Not if you sign over your rights. If you sign over your parental rights, you're not responsible for anything. Really? Because you have no rights to that child, so therefore they have no rights to you. Okay.
1: But still, yeah. Gotta make that decision. Yeah. can't yeah, just fiddle fart around.
0: But could, could that person have, like, addressed it in, like, a different way? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes shit just happens. That's the
1: interesting thing, too. Like, I don't know why this person is even questioning themselves. Because clearly the sister needed the support and yeah. was okay with everything that happened.
0: The sister was not mad.
1: No, she was not. (laughs) The
0: brother-in-law was mad because she made him look like a fucking moron and now his mom is moving in with them. Yeah,
1: in front of his family. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Alright, maybe don't be a fucking lump in the road. Like, the amount of effort it takes to be a good partner is really not as much as people make it out to be.
0: It's really not.
1: And that's something I was, like, saying earlier. Like, just do the task together. If you don't have that much energy doing a tour together makes it so much faster for both of you and then you're done with it
0: and even just like small things can make somebody happy like i recently started packing my husband's lunches for him and he was so happy
1: yeah if you've got the time and the energy and you want to do something nice that's a good thing like there's so many little things you can do around the house just like make somebody's life easier yeah or just, a, like you were saying, just do your own part. Like, clean up after yourself. Yeah. That's also not that hard, but it does make a big difference in the overall mess of the house. hmm Even just, like, rinsing the dishes off. Like, if you're not going to wash it right that second, rinsing it off makes it way easier to wash later for whoever ends up doing that.
0: Nothing sets me off on a psychotic rage faster than unrinsed dishes. <laughs> I'm actually pretty sure that I think... Threw a butter knife covered in peanut butter at one of my roommates once.
1: <laughs> that sounds about right for you. <laughs> I'm not surprised.
0: Yeah. Well.
1: Peanut butter. Even, like, just butter. It's, like, so obnoxious to clean off of a thing.
0: Here's, here's a problem that we have to... <laughs> Hashtag Midwest problems. Ranch dressing on a Ooh, goddamn plate.
1: Yeah, ranch dries out into a kind of a weird cement-like
0: Ugh, God, st- structure. It's <laughs> terrible.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Just rinse, your fucking, just rinse your fucking plate. Just rinse your fucking plate. Rinse yeah. your spoons. Rinse your cups. Milk cups. Cl- milk Ooh, cups. Yeah,
1: milk cups are a problem. Yeah. Because then it's fucking impossible to get the last little little dried up pieces of milk off of the damn cup
0: i will admit that in recent years i have become lazy about rinsing off my dishes but also in recent years my mental health has really just taken a nosedive
1: yeah i don't blame that on you so much as the chemicals in your brain so (laughs) lack thereof
0: there are a lot of things that i used to be very diligent about that i let slide but (laughs) i'm getting better it's fine yeah
1: also i don't know like it sounds like they should get divorced to me
0: this might not this might not be a popular opinion (laughs) but in my opinion it is better for children to grow up in a with divorced parents Mm -hmm. than to grow up with parents who are staying together
1: just for the kids just
0: for the kids yeah. because they are going to pick up on that oh yeah misery they will and it's going to affect their future relationships
1: and that's not a reason to stay together like she i don't know i'm mean, we're obviously only hearing a small snippet of this story
0: getting married or just staying in an unhappy marriage for children is fucking stupid don't yeah. do it
1: everybody will come out of that situation traumatized
0: yeah It's like she
1: was like saying, I don't know, like obviously we're not hearing every single thing they said back and forth, but the reason that she told her sister that she's staying with this dude is because of the kids. Like she didn't give an actual reason like, oh, I still love him or I like, he wasn't always like that. Like she wasn't giving an actual reason. Yeah. Oh, we've got kids. That's not a reason. No. You're making everybody's life worse in that situation, especially yours. Like you need to take care of yourself too. Yeah. Yeah marriage is just like a weird it goes back to our stupid puritanical start of this society where we like refuse to do anything if it seems like the church is against it like who fucking cares the church is not everything like they are not the ones in your life every day living it (laughs) yeah like you need to take care of yourself
0: okay i have one more this is a long one okay so buckle up all right Am I the asshole for dropping out of the maid of honor role last minute because of an emergency? My best friend Chloe was getting married last Saturday, and I was the maid of honor. For one year straight, I was the main planner for her and did the best that I could to fit the standards she had set for the wedding. I even planned an amazing bachelorette party one month before the wedding, and I couldn't do this without the gorgeous bridesmaids as well. Two days before the wedding, my husband had a heart attack and was hospitalized. Jesus Doctors said his situation was severe and he was transferred in an ICU. Later, doctors told me he needs an emergency open heart surgery the next 24 hours. His situation was very life-threatening and we could lose him anytime. My best friend called me to wish me well and I thanked her. She also asked if the surgery will happen before the wedding and I said that it will happen the day before, but it will last for many hours. She said, That's all right. Just making sure it doesn't intervene with the wedding. That's all. It's sad we can't have been there, the husband. Mm. But we'll have you, and you can eat and drink for both of you. Ha ha.
1: Weird response to a medical emergency. Uh huh. Okay.
0: That's when I told her I wouldn't be able to come to the wedding, whether my husband's surgery is over or not, because I need to care for him and I want to be next to him until we are all 100% sure he's going to be fine. She said she understands, but she reminded me that as a maid of honor, I have a duty and it's one day before the wedding. I can't drop out. Oh my God. I said that I am sorry about this, but I almost lost my husband and I don't want to leave his side yet. She didn't curse me out or anything, but she was very upset and she started crying. She said she understands and wished well again. My husband's surgery went well and we were now awaiting for his recovery. It was the last day. It was the day of the wedding, rather. And I called my best friend to wish her well. She didn't pick up. Later, I video called one of the bridesmaids and she answered. I asked to talk to Chloe, but she said she's busy getting ready. I said, fine, I'll call later. I called again and again, but no response. I thought she was simply busy with the preparations. I called the day after the wedding and still no response. She wouldn't reply to my texts at all. I contacted some of the bridesmaids and they told me that she's very upset with me for dropping out the day before the wedding and that I should make it work no matter what. Some of them said I did what's reasonable and how my husband's health should be my priority, but some others feel like I let down the bride on her big day, and I shouldn't expect a word from her anytime soon. Am I the asshole? And she has two edits to this.
1: Okay.
0: First edit. I want to clarify that this is the first time my friend has ever acted like this. We faced many difficulties during wedding planning, but she was always a sweetheart about it and made sure to never give a hard time to anyone. She was actually the most chill bride I've ever met in my life. There was no way I thought she'd react like this over such an important emergency because I didn't even have previous signs that, that she'd act like that. Edit number two says, I want to add another disclaimer on the day of the wedding. I stopped calling because I figured she's not replying because she's busy. Fair. But later I was also told she was only not replying to me specifically because she was upset. She had taken few calls from relatives who couldn't attend because of the distance. She specifically didn't respond to me. One of the bridesmaids also pointed out how it's weird that she never called me to ask how my husband's surgery went, and as a best friend, she could take a couple minutes out of her day to simply see if everything's okay as well. Never thought about this until my friend, the bridesmaid, mentioned it, so now it hurts way more. Oof. Not the asshole. (laughs) No. No. What in the actual fuck? (laughs) ...is wrong with that bride.
1: See, my assumption the whole time was that it was just, like, a bridezilla situation. And I've known people who, like, definitely went super overboard during the whole, like, wedding planning Mm -hmm. stuff. But then she said later on that, like, she wasn't like that. Yeah. So now I'm just confused. (laughs) Right. Like, does she just not understand how big of a deal heart surgery is? Or, like...
0: would not be mad at all yeah i would have like when she told me the situation that was happening i would have been like absolutely do not worry about my wedding like like, you need to be with your husband
1: yeah it's like there's got to be something that we're missing here like is she like a really flaky friend and constantly like pulling out of stuff on this person or
0: not the way that she made it sound like she made it sound like she was always there for right. her. and th- even at the end of the story it said that some of the bridesmaids agreed with chloe who is yeah. agreeing with her that she should have still been there to be in the wedding while her husband was recovering from open heart surgery like, literally
1: almost just died yeah <laughs> what the fuck? i don't know I will say that I don't neces I wouldn't necessarily expect her to, like, take time out of her wedding day to, like, talk to this person. Like, I would agree that me personally, yeah, I would check on them. But I can kind of understand, like, you're so busy that day.
0: But she was taking phone calls from other people. Yeah, exactly. Just not from her. So that
1: does kind of ruin that point. But without that context, yeah, I could kind of see that. I don't know. That's just a like, really weird. Sometimes have you noticed sometimes people just like break off from each other with like no logical explanation. Yeah. I don't really get that. It's it sounds like what's happening there. Because surely any adult would understand that situation and not hold it against the person. Like clearly she would have been there if she could have.
0: If I was chloe's spouse i would be like damn this bitch is just straight up gonna leave me while i'm recovering from surgery in the hospital
1: (laughs) what the fuck that's not okay yeah guess i'll just fucking die never mind
0: even if it wasn't like open heart surgery if it was something like more minor but they were still in the hospital i'd be like don't maybe that's just me I'd be like, don't worry about it. You need to be with your significant other in the hospital.
1: Yeah, that's just... I don't get it. The whole situation is so weird. Right. People don't make any sense to me.
0: Mm
1: -mm. Mm-mm. I'm trying to find a way to make this make sense, but it really doesn't. No. Unless she just, like, literally just didn't want to be friends with this person anymore. And, like... Found,
0: but if you were so willing to like break off a friendship with somebody, why would you make them your maid of honor?
1: Yeah, that doesn't make sense. But if she like somehow decided that after the fact, they like spent this time planning the wedding and everything, and then she was like, Oh, I don't like this person as much as I thought I did, <laughs> and then something came up to where like, Oh, I could make this into a thing. I don't know. That's like, I'm trying to, like, find a reasoning here. This is obviously far-fetched, but it's the only thing I can think of.
0: I don't know. She called her while her husband was in the hospital to right. make sure she would still be at the wedding. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and was like, I mean, oh, I'm so sorry. He can't be here, but that's okay. Yeah, pretty, like, you'll be there. Pretty wild. No, ma'am. No, I will not be there. <laughs> I will be at my husband's bedside. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, that's. That's going to be a no for me. People do. People are fucking wild. Yeah. When it comes to their wedding.
1: They are. And we tried to, like, avoid as much of this drama type of stuff as possible. And you had a non-existent wedding.
0: I didn't have a wedding. I got married in my kitchen. <laughs>
1: I don't blame you, but, like, yeah, I just don't, I don't get this person.
0: We ate pizza and cheesecake. Sounds great. Right? My fondest memory of the night that I got married was when we were in the living room. And we saw police lights. (laughs) And then later found out that one of my neighbors threw one of my other neighbors through their window (laughs) welcome to indiana Uh, happy memories
1: i can't share my fondest memories of that night it's not appropriate for the public
0: gross chad
1: (laughs) just saying i think that's more what people would typically say not your billy neighbors throwing each other through windows
0: i think that actually ruined the mood for my wedding night.
1: I mean, yeah, I would I would think so. That's kind of a mood killer.
0: <laughs> yeah. We wouldn't have even noticed, but the cop car was parked in my fucking driveway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the way those houses are arranged, you kind of can't avoid the lights. They're just too close together, I think.
0: Well, if they would have been in the neighbor's driveway, probably wouldn't have even known anything was happening. Huh. We probably would have just thought that somebody was getting pulled over because we always see fucking police lights because people are always getting pulled over because yeah. they drive like fucking morons down our street.
1: True, but those cops are also like,
0: oh, they are just waiting for you
1: on that street,
0: dude. I pulled out of my driveway the other morning, so I, we only have one car. I take my husband to work every morning, fucking three a.m., <laughs> and <laughs> we were pulling out of the driveway. And as soon as I pulled onto the street, <laughs> fucking berries and cherries in my headlight and my rearview member mi- mirror. <laughs> Jesus Christ!
1: <laughs> you got a rearview member? Damn! Why you haven't told me about? <laughs>
0: anyway, red and blue lights in my rearview mirror.
1: Trying to pull you over?
0: And I'm like, the fuck did I do? Like, I just turned out (laughs) of my driveway. Are you guys waiting for me? (laughs) So I, you know, because I am a decent human being, I pull over to the side of the road as you were supposed to do when there are emergency vehicles behind you. Mm -hmm. And two cop cars just, like, speed past me. That's good, at
1: least. It wasn't you.
0: I was like, okay. Yeah. And then we got to, like, the light before his work so like the last stoplight we get to before his work mm-hmm. two more fucking cop cars speeding down the road
1: what happened
0: i don't know and then we get to the fucking gas station and there's another cop car just down the road with his fucking lights on i'm like five cop cars in one morning what the fuck is happening and then i saw another cop car on my way home jesus it's like what It's going down this morning.
1: They will do that, though, because they're bored. Like, at that time of the day. They'll all just, like, go to the same call for no reason.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there was some... I was driving home from dropping Dustin off one morning, and there were, like, three cop cars in a CVS parking lot for, like, one dude. (laughs) I'm like...
1: (sighs) You don't need all those people.
0: I'm like, y'all must be bored. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? That's...
1: Happens a lot. Just started <laughs> rambling again, so, so maybe it's time, it's time to move on. Do you have which a witch tip? Day. I mean, sure, I can come, come up with something.
0: something. I don't have anything that I'm aware of.
1: So, we've been watching The Great, which is on Hulu. It's about Catherine the Great. It's got Elle Fanning and Nicholas Holt. like both of them a lot. They do a really good job. It's a pretty good show. I, I have found that it's not really one that I can, like binge watch because the plot is like slow slow moving i hate that but it's really good for like one or two episodes every day and there's only two seasons right now Mm -hmm. um so it won't take you very long to watch it either way but it's it's a good show it's definitely worth checking out i would say um what else i've mostly been playing games i haven't really been watching that much stuff honestly let's see no i mean that's about it. I've been watching the Cowboy Bebop live action thingy, but it's very different from the anime. So a lot of people are mad about it. <laughs> I'm not finished with it yet. So I'll reserve my judgment for now. If nothing else, you should watch the first episode because it is really good. And it is like pretty faithful. If you like, if you're a fan of the anime, I'm saying, but yeah, I haven't finished that one yet, so...
0: I haven't been doing anything. Hmm. Like, I've just been watching, like, comfort shows, and...
1: You got a license now, so you've been driving everywhere?
0: (sighs) I am so sick. Oh, my fucking God. (laughs) I hate driving so much. (laughs) Uh. I cannot stress enough to you guys how much I fucking hate driving welcome to the club i was merging onto the interstate i can't remember which one i was on or Uh where the fuck i was going but i was merging onto the interstate and this fucking asshole (laughs) didn't want to let me over and i was getting to the end of the like on-ramp and i was like bitch you're letting me over you got no
1: choice now one way or another i will
0: take off the front end of your goddamn car (laughs) let people merge fuck
1: yeah i don't get that either
0: also, while we're on the topic of merging, of the on-ramp, <laughs> for anybody who does not know the purpose of the on-ramp, it is so that you can get up to speed yeah. with the people on the interstate. Yeah. When you are on the on-ramp, fucking floor it. <laughs> Sweet mother of God. <laughs>
1: You need to at least be going the speed limit, even though everybody drives a good 20 miles faster than that. Yeah. You have plenty of time to get up to like 55, 60.
0: 65.
1: And then you're not causing a huge issue by merging.
0: Yeah. Fucking pedal to the metal. Yeah. Come on, guys. Also, use your goddamn turn signals.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's an easy one that... I don't just people. The just appropriate
0: don't. time to put your turn signal on when you are merging into another lane is not when you're halfway in that fucking lane. <laughs> also, by no, the way. No, it's true not. <laughs> I hate it so much.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: People drive me crazy. Oh, God. And then the people who realize that they're, and this is just on like a regular road. This isn't even on the interstate, but this does happen on the interstate as well. Uh-huh. People realize they're in the wrong fucking lane. Yeah, And they just whip three fucking lanes over.
1: Yeah, that's annoying.
0: <sighs> this is why we have so many car accidents. It is. Just take the L. <laughs> just,
1: just go to the, the different exit. exit and turn around. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Don't put people in danger.
0: <laughs> just, if you realize you're in a turn lane and you meant to go straight, just turn. Turn around in a parking lot yep. and find your merry way. Back to your path that you need to be on. Yeah. And, yeah, like, the other day I was getting on 65 South, Mm -hmm. and there was this car getting onto the interstate, and then I guess they realized they were going the wrong direction on the interstate, and they fucking whipped off the on-ramp back onto the road. Yeah. I was like, dude, just just take it to the next exit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you would think, wouldn't you? But people would... Absolutely not inconvenience themselves in the slightest if they can just drive like a maniac. No. Instead. It's so, so not
0: necessary. It's not. I don't even want to, like, fuck with shit. <laughs> like, the the way I had to take to get to your house today, uh-huh. because I didn't want to have to try to turn left out of my driveway, because <laughs> goddamn, turning left out of my driveway at six o'clock it's, is just impossible. An turning yeah. right out of my driveway at six o'clock.
1: That's hard enough.
0: That's hard enough because nobody wants to fucking let me out of my driveway. Yep. By the way, <laughs> if you have ever seen me sitting in my driveway trying to get out and just went ahead and blocked my driveway anyway so I couldn't get out. Or seen me trying to turn into my driveway and blocked my driveway so I can't get in because you don't want to let me turn into my driveway. May your pinky toe never be unstubbed. <laughs> I hope you stub that son of a bitch on every door frame and every piece of furniture that you walk by. I thought you
1: were just going to go with uh, a fuck you, but.
0: I hope that every time you wear a white shirt, you spill something on it. <laughs> I hope that your coffee is never the right temperature.
1: Ooh, that's a bad one.
0: And your food is always bland. <laughs> or too seasoned, if you <laughs> like bland food. Nobody likes
1: bland food. They just don't know better.
0: Just fuck you. <laughs> God.
1: Yeah. Anyways, I think it's probably time <laughs> to wrap this up. <laughs> We've gone into dangerous waters here.
0: Oh uh, yeah, it is. It is time to wrap this up. Anyway, Thanks
1: for listening.
0: If you made it to the end. <laughs> for listening all the way through. Um, I think
1: we might have lost a few people there, but that's alright.
0: We all right. may have. Oh, God. Anyway, if you made it all the way to the end, thank you so much for listening. Um, please do, if you are not already, follow us on social media. Links will be in the description of the episode.
1: Theoretically, we post there.
0: I'm going to try to post more on social media. I pro- that That is my promise to you guys. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to (laughs) post. Maybe. But I I will post stuff for you guys. I promise. Yeah. Follow us on social media. Spread the good word of a bitch and a witch.
1: Yeah. Thank Thank you you to those of you who have been growing the community.
0: I think for the time being... Correct me if I'm wrong, Chad, but no, I think...
1: I've, yeah, we have just I haven't just announced this, this yet.
0: For the time being, we are only going to be doing um, uploads every two weeks. Yeah. About twice a month every two weeks or so. so.
1: Whatever that works out to be.
0: Yeah, just for now. It may change in the future, depending on schedules and what have yous.
1: We'll be back. Thanks well, for listening. Leave us episode ideas and we will do them... And we will see you next oh, yeah. time. If
0: you have any um, ideas for episodes, please let us know. Mm-hmm. Our DMs are always open. Also, if you like see an article that we might like to do for a bitch rant, just fucking send that on over.
1: Yeah, we'll take a look at those.
0: Yeah. Just, you know, it helps us to know what you guys want to listen to. True. So, yeah. <laughs> Talk to you guys next time. Adios. Bye.